Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about choosing between gifts and experiences when it comes to spoiling your spouse. And there's a quote attributed to Anonymous that says, the best gift that you can give someone is your time because you are giving them something you can never get back. And I just want to say, whether we're talking about gifts, giving gifts or giving experiences, those are both gifts of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't think that it's one or the other. You can actually gift your time and something super valuable in doing either one of those. And as we start this episode, we start every episode with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new, Welcome. Yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the One Family and to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. And if you're curious, a hug is really, it's an opportunity for us to celebrate what is happening in the One Family, where marriages are being transformed, where couples are being intentional and taking action. And this hug came after we had sent out, we send out weekly emails and that type of thing. And so it came in response to an email that we'd sent out, but also right after last week's episode, which was number 733. Oh, it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. And it starts with, it's been really cold in the UK, minus six degrees Celsius. I'm not sure what that is in Fahrenheit. And I actually looked it up because I'm like, I have uh, those of us in America, like I'm like, what's the translation? So that was about 21 degrees. She goes on to say, we went to bed last night with the intention of having sex and both went, Ooh, it's too cold for either of us to be uncovered. But you'll be happy to hear that didn't put us off. We did what we called old fashioned teenage style fiddling with each other's bits under the covers. <laughs> so we kept warm and it really made us giggle and feel like teenagers again. And then I saw the email this morning and it made me smile all over again. And gave me other solutions, which is why you want to make sure you're subscribed to our emails. Yes. Um, because we're constantly equipping all of you just wanted to say thank you for all that you do. And I just, I loved it because I was like, Oh, look at that. The emails come, the podcast comes and it all ties into cold weather all over the place, not just here in the U S but around the world as well. So we love celebrating you guys and what you do. And uh, yeah, as Tony said at the top of this episode, you know, we're talking about choosing between gifts and experiences. And this episode is being released Christmas week. Uh, So if you're listening to it, when it first gets released, or if you just found it, it was released Christmas week. And so we're just literally a few days away from Christmas day. Mm -hmm. And if you've been out or, you know, trying to order things online, like it's just chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Parking lots. We live in California and there's just something about the way the California parking lots were designed. But like you get out there and especially like we can tell once December comes, but especially in the last week of Christmas, like you just don't want to be in the parking lots. They're just designed like there's not space or something. I don't know what it is. Our, our spots are very tight. Yeah. And we have big cars. I, I don't get it. Like big cars collectively. Tony and I actually have small cars, but you get into this place where it's just like the chaos, right? Of, or the, the energy, all of this stuff is happening and do, you know, what am I shopping for? And what about the last minute things and the stocking stuffers and all of this, all of this stuff. 
right? All the things on the to-do list. And it can really put you in a place of going, what am I buying and why? Like, what does my spouse want, mm-hmm. right? Am I better off getting a gift or an experience? How do, what happens if we do an experience and there's no presents under the tree or if we do presents, but all my spouse wants is a gift of time? Like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And it's something that Tony and I have really navigated a lot over the years. And, and it makes for some really interesting conversations and fun, like, like trips back down memory lane. Um, because I remember when we didn't have much at the very beginning and, and, you know, we were very much into let's, let's buy each other gifts. Right. You know, and, and I think, you know, our budget back then are probably our first Christmas. Well, I remember our very first Christmas. Okay. When we were dating. Okay. And you had come out to California to visit your family for Christmas. And when you flew out to Indiana, you had given me a box of like Mickey Mouse note cards. Wow. I don't even remember those. Yeah. I think, and I don't remember. I think I got you a pair of silk, bo- silk boxers. Yes. Wow. I know I did. Those blue ones. Yes. See? Wow. I remember Look those. Look at that. That's going back a whole lot of years. Yeah. Wow. Right. And so we, you know, we did little things for each other cause we were still dating and you know, like, okay. And then I remember our Christmas of 98, no Christmas of 2000 Christmas of no, it would have no, been 98. It was 98. It was 98 when I like start opening my Christmas presents. And some of you have heard this story and we hadn't actually talked about hiking, but I started getting Christmas. Like my first Christmas present was a fanny pack. And I'm like, yay, my husband got me a forest green fanny pack. Yay. If we you had that for many years, but that was, I the pray g- you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. Cause that was not, I was not super excited. <laughs> you weren't, especially when the boots came. Yeah. Um, but that was a gift. We're talking about, you know, choosing between gifts and experiences. And yet that was a gift of items and experiences because <laughs> out of those gifts, came many experiences, many memories on the trails. I mean, I remember hiking up in San Gregonio area, and I still remember this. It was probably the summer of 99 um, where we were up in San Gregonio hiking. It was hot as all get out, and I remember just sitting on this big log, and it was like there were like thousands of ladybugs in it. That was in the camp that night because Mm. it was on the tents too. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. And so there were gifts that were given that led to multiple experiences. I mean, that was just one of many. I mean, we we hiked up uh, Vivian Creek Trail. We hiked to the top of Mount San Jacinto, Mount San Gregonio, Mount Baldy. I mean- I was so accomplished back then. <laughs> but those Now gifts, he's trying to get me to hike again, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so it doesn't need to be an either or. It can be a both and. Because gifts and experiences can go together. Yeah, you know, and and over the years, I mean, we had the Christmases where there were, especially as we started to have kids, where there's lots of gifts under the tree and, and you know, just figuring, like doing smaller things for each other because it was all about the kids at Christmas. And then it was getting into this place where, you know, our kids started to get older. And I remember kind of, you know, when Alex was in middle school and I remember the first year he's like, mom, he goes, you know what? I, I'd, I'd rather just have the cash. <laughs> and I was like, but but you realize that means there won't be presents under the tree. And you know, it'll just like, it'll be an envelope that just has your name on it and says cash. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Cause at that age, and it's still pretty true today, Alex and actually both kids, Abby, they love to shop. 
So for them, getting the gift of cash actually turns into a huge experience for them because they would rather go shop on their own. They're like, yeah, don't waste your time. And then after Tony's dad died, because we'd always done Christmases with Tony's family. That was, that's just been the tradition, the dynamic in our marriage. And then after Tony's dad died, you know, we had ACL injuries, like all of these different things had conspired. And we're like, you know what? We're getting away for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was the first year that we'd taken a trip at Christmas time. Yeah. And so that was a really big experience. But like we had to tell the kids, look, there, you will get a stocking because we're taking the funds that we would have spent on Christmas and then some and we're going to travel. And they're like, OK. And so we ended up at an all inclusive in Mexico and had a great time. And and then we're like, you know what? <laughs> this traveling experience thing, there's something to it. Yeah, and it's it's been a, it's been an interesting journey, and it's one I would share with each of you. Have these discussions. What? Where are you? And I think we've said it many a times before. Where, you know, when you met your spouse, when Elisa and I first met, there were expectations that we had of the relationship of our marriage, and those expectations over the years have ebbed and flowed. They mm-hmm. can they can change, and yet if we're not if we're not in tune to engaging one another in our emotional intimacy, especially around this time of year when, when it is very prominent to be like, hey, we're, we're buying gifts. Mm-hmm. It, it may be tradition. You know, you saw your parents do. You saw your great-grandparents, your grandparents do it. And yet the two of you are looking at each other going like, but we want to go experience things. We want to take the kids and the children to go experience things as well. And so what I would say when it comes to this, it, it, it doesn't matter which where you are. It's having those conversations of where you are this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, it's funny you mentioned traditions. And I remember you know, those early Christmases when you and I were young married. And like, I remember we would go, we would go Christmas shopping with mm-hmm. Tony's parents. Yeah. And Tony's dad, Tony's mom would tell Tony's dad, hey, this is the piece of jewelry that I want for Christmas. And so Tony's dad would go and buy it. And I'm like, and so for years, the tradition was, hey, this is what I want and go buy it. And that will be under the tree. And so that will, yay. And uh, and so that easily became part of just kind of like even our own marriage dynamic. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't actually wear that much jewelry. And that it, it didn't resonate with me in the same way that it resonated with my mother-in-law. Yeah, right. And life and, experience and, happens too. I mean, another, you, you bring that up, but then defini- there, there may be life experiences that happen. Like with the passing of my dad, this season changed. Uh-huh. Christmas changed. Dad loved Christmas. Dad was the one who just enjoyed it so much. I mean, the joy he would have on Christmas day was like no other. And for Elisa and I, we were there. And gifts were a part of it because we wanted to honor him. Mm-hmm. We wanted to celebrate with everybody else. Um, and yet there was that there was that change where gifts became less important once dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And so as you guys look at yourselves in right now, wherever you're at, think about it. Yes, we you may be listening to this right now, right before Christmas, so it might be a little mm-hmm. too late. And yet it's okay. We have next year. Valentine's Day is coming. I'm it, just I'm just gonna put it out there. It is coming in like two months. And truthfully, this isn't only about Christmas. Right. It's about how do you guys strengthen 
your pillars of intimacy when you look at these two different ways of celebrating one another. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because 80% of you last week when we polled on Instagram said that you would prefer to receive experiences over gifts. And the reasons were things like, well, it's more fun. I get to spend time with my spouse. Many of you said it doesn't add to the clutter, which I also think is something that like over the longevity of a marriage might likely be a conversation to have. Like Mm -hmm. you can get to a place where you have all the things that you want or you go out and just throughout the course of the year, get the things that you want. You're like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about making memories. You talked about opportunities to bond. The memories don't lose their value over time that, you know, we struggle to get dates in. So experiences guarantee our time together. Um, you know, it's intentional time. And somebody said clutter stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, that's what the experienced folks said. But those of you that love getting gifts said, we have a toddler. So trying to plan time together can be stressful. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, where are you in your marriage journey? Elisa and what I can, season are you in? Right. Elisa and I could totally understand that because when the kids were young, when they were toddlers, it was about the gifts. And even for, for us, it was like, yeah, the, the, we didn't even have the, I don't even think the inkling of like, oh, well, let's go have an experience. It was more like, okay, what are we getting the kiddos? What do we, what do we want for each other? We're all going to get together. We're going to open our presents on Christmas day mm-hmm. and we're going to have fun. Yeah. And and again, it comes back to that emotional intimacy. I mean, some other people in the gift camp said, I like it when I see the effort that my spouse puts into my gifts. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said, there's always a new toy that I want. Another said, and every time that I use or enjoy or see the gift, it reminds me of my spouse's thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. So this is where really, you know, it's not just guessing who your spouse is. It's knowing what your spouse, like the season, like Tony said, or what the two of you have going on in your lives or what, you know, has been a desire that maybe hasn't been voiced. And and it's getting into this place of going, what is meaningful? What's most meaningful Mm. to my spouse? And then navigating the conversation. And again, this episode first airs during Christmas week, but you've got, you know, Valentine's day, you've got birthdays, you've got anniversaries, you've got Chris, like there are lots of opportunities to be able to think through do we do gifts or do we do experiences or do we do gifts that create experiences? We're going to talk about how to navigate that conversation after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We're back. And we're talking about choosing gifts or experiences with your spouse, for your spouse. And, you know, as so many of the things here at One Extraordinary Marriage, it starts with a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is why in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, you know, I, I, there is the, the statement in there that emotional intimacy is the workhorse of the six pillars of intimacy because everything almost always comes back to a conversation. And this is no different. Like if you don't know what your spouse wants or prefers, there's only going to be one way to find out. It's going to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are you? Are, are we in the toddler season? We're just trying to get time to you and you just want me to find something meaningful. If, if that's a gift, then yes. Are you in the season where it's like you've been running so crazy for the last three months and your spouse is like, I just want to spend time with you. Find something for us to do. Okay. And I also want to say this too. One of you could be all about gifts and one of you could be all about experiences. You don't have to be on the same page with this. I think there have been times when Elisa and I have been on different pages when it comes to this of what we desire most in being able to give gifts, receive them, have an experience. So do know that it there is no one set answer here. It's your marriage. Mm-hmm. And here at One Extraordinary Marriage, it's about your marriage, not about mine and Elisa's or somebody else's down the street or somebody you may be looking at on Instagram or Facebook. Trust me, we're going to Hawaii for Christmas and there have been lots of people that are like, there's no way I could do like travel at Christmas time. And we're like, that's cool. The, and that's totally like the experience and, and, and the situation and what you want. And we're like, oh my gosh, we can't wait to be actually sitting on the beach. I mean, granted we live in San Diego, but I need a warmer beach at Christmas time um, to be sitting on the beach mm-hmm. on Christmas day. Yep. Like as a family, we're super excited. So it's not, it's not a right or wrong. And I am going to say this though. I'm very much about the experience and the the time we get to have together. And so the experience is the gift. Oh Ali- yeah, this is like Tony's. Elisa uh, though is like, well, we still have to have stocking stuffers. Okay, which are- I, I do like a little something, a little <laughs> visual something. See, so so that's what I, so this is where we are. And, and you, you heard it from Elisa. We enjoy the experience. The experience is the big one. And I'm okay with just that. We're done. We still have, we have a 17 and a 20 year old. I still like to see little stuff in the stockings. Like I don't have to do a stocking for you. It's all good. You and I will just go walk the beach that morning. All good. But the kids will have stockings. This is going to be a thing. I'm just letting you know. Which means Elisa and I will also have stockings because we would not let just our kiddos open them. Oh, that doesn't bother me. That actually doesn't bother me. In the past, we we in the past there have been times when we have done things, and there has there hasn't been anything in your stocking or very little in your stocking, and you have been disappointed. Do you want to talk? What was my stocking stuffer last year? Oh, was it like the two pound bag of Reese's? Like you thought you were getting a small bag of Reese's peanut butter cups, and it ended up being like this <laughs> two pound bag of peanut. Butter. Was that last year? I think it was, I think last, was last year. year. Anyway, coming back to the six pillars of intimacy and gifts and experiences. As I was preparing for this episode and just really getting into, okay, well, what's the actionable you know, steps that you all can take? It was really interesting that I started thinking about the six pillars and, and realizing that you could look at any one of your six pillars and if your spouse loves gifts, you can actually find a gift that will you know, target, but focus on that 
particular pillar of intimacy, or if they want to experience, you can do the same thing. I mean, the six pillars, again, is that framework for the two of you to look at your marriage. And, you know, like, for example, if you're, you know, your spouse loves gifts and you're thinking about, oh, well, how do we, how do we do something around our emotional intimacy? You might find some really fun conversation cards that you're just going to keep in the dash uh, or in the glove box of your car. And that's the gift, right? Like we're just going to be driving and I'm going to like engage you in conversation instead of being on my phone, right? Or the experience might be like, hey, here's, here's a coupon book of walk and talks and you can redeem that for a walk and talk, whatever you want to, you know, get me out the door. Mm-hmm. Both of those are centered on emotional intimacy, but it depends on if they want gifts or experiences. And we do have one of those um, converse, uh, conversation starter cards that we really like. Um, and so I'm going to put a link here in our episode notes and everything. I just, I just found it again, but it's just great because the cards are easy to just put in a pocket and just take along with you. Yeah. Simple, simple. Like you don't have to take the whole deck with you. You take one or two cards, throw it in your pocket and rock and roll. Coaching couple and I were just talking about that the other day. Uh, if, if you look at your physical intimacy, right, you can gift your, your spouse massage oil, right? I mm-hmm. mean, that's a gift and the experience would be the massage itself, right? So you, you start thinking through, oh. Well, last week we talked about the massage candle. So when it's cold outside or at any other time. Minus six in the UK. Right, you, you, you know, light that candle. Mm-hmm. That's the gift. And the other side of it is the massage. Right. And, and how amazing is that? Like. The, the beauty of like, hey, this is what I'm, the, the gift I'm giving you. And it could be maybe even a, you know, they make these cool gift bags of like spa day type things. So it may have a number of different items in it. And yet it's using those on one another. Exactly. I mean, you look at some of the other intimacies, you, you could focus on your spiritual intimacy. Maybe you get your spouse a devotional book, but you could take that one step further and say, get a couple's devotional. And actually step into a place of saying, hey, I'd like to make time in first quarter 2023 to actually do this devotional with you, mm-hmm. right? You, you look at it and go, how can, you know, if your spouse loves gifts, then what pillar of intimacy have they been really, you know, paying attention to or focused on and find a gift that really supports them and, and demonstrates your awareness of what's going on with them in that arena. If they love experiences, look at ways that you can create that opportunity. You know, all of those words that came out of the, you know, the responses for experiences were words like bonding and memories and time together. And so be thinking, like when you think about the experiences, think about things in that particular pillar of intimacy that's going to allow the two of you to have the time together, to have that bonding, to create memories. Like the framework, be, the six pillars of intimacy framework becomes such an easy way to look at, well, I don't know what to get my spouse. Okay. Well, like, let's just take this one step further. Do they have gifts or experiences? Okay, great. Like I can totally see the flow chart in my head. What pillar of intimacy would you love to encourage them in? Would you love to bless them in? Would you love to do something for them in? Okay. Figure out gift or experience, pillar of intimacy, and go create a solution that's a win-win for both of you. Well, and here's some other ones, you know, around recreational intimacy. Going back to to us. You can get them hiking boots. It's a winner of a gift. <laughs> That's the gift. But hey, some hey, climbing Some of our shoes. best memories actually so, some of, of you those some boots. of you want, you know, want to go kayaking, paddle boarding. Those are amazing gifts that then lead to the experience, especially in the recreational Absolutely. intimacy realm when you're when you're strengthening that pillar because 
There are. There's a lot of research that goes into a lot of these things. And and back in the day, and I haven't done this in 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 a long time, but back in the day when we were big into hiking and then got into climbing, Elisa used to do rock climbing with with me as well. I mean, she was awesome on the rocks. I loved I loved it. She was so awesome. I actually went out on like I only remember rock climbing in the gym. You well, we we did gym climbing, but we also went out on the rock. Yeah. Oh, you wow. did great. I do not remember that. Huh. What the gym or outside? Outside. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I totally know. do. I totally Random. do. See, okay. That was obviously not a memorable experience for me. <laughs> but it, but again, and you know, yes. I would I would push Elisa a little bit farther than she wanted to go. There's a comfort level we, thing there. When we were young, married, and I was very much. But for some, the the, the research and finding that perfect yes. item, that perfect gift that allows you to experience something is important. What's the gift of time? Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, that's the gift of time. You care enough that whether it's it's a gift that's going to be under the Christmas tree or a gift that might be in an envelope that says, hey, this is what we're going to do. That is an investment in your relationship. Either way. Either way. Be intentional when it comes to, to choosing between gifts and or experiences and really go after, hey, what do I know about my spouse? This is a time, folks, for you to be curious And to really, you know, if there's been a phrase that's been echoed in so many of my coaching sessions here in the last month or so, it's, I want to be seen Mm. and I want to be known. Mm. So what can you do when you're thinking about gifts or experiences to really demonstrate to your spouse in any of the six pillars of intimacy? Mm. Hey, I see you and I know you. I know who you are now. Not the person that maybe I married, you know, in our case, 26 years ago. But the person that you are today Mm. and those gifts, the the thought, whether it's a gift or an experience, however it shows up under the tree or on the kitchen counter or whatever that might be, that is where the meaning comes because it doesn't matter if it's a gift or experience when you know your spouse and they open that up or they, they get the tickets or whatever that might be. And they're like, Oh my gosh, Mm. Oh my gosh, you know me so well. And that is, that is a gift well given. Mm-hmm. When they have that thought, you know me so well, you see me. You heard what I said. Maybe it was just like tucked away in a, in a random conversation six months ago. And it's like, oh my gosh, you remembered. Yeah. You know why I remembered, honey? Because I, I love you and I heard you and I know you. And I know that this will make a difference in your life. These are the kinds of conversations we want you guys to have. And we want to encourage you as you look at what am I giving to my spouse? And how can we bring this all together to just really deepen our marriage as we head into this next year? Yeah, that's good. All right. So as you, as you plan, Hey, like we said, we know it's, it's really close to, to this year. And yet as you plan, maybe the anniversary, the Christmas, not the Christmas, the birthday, Valentine's day, maybe is coming up here. What is it? What are you guys looking at? Are you looking at gifts or experiences? Are you looking at gifts and or experiences? Do they combine? Do they not? What's it look like for you? We'd love to hear. Share with us over at on Instagram at One Extraordinary Marriage. As you guys determine what you're going to do this week, first and foremost, have a very Merry Christmas. From us to you, enjoy it with your loved one. No matter if you get a gift or an experience, enjoy it. Enjoy the time 
because these are some of the most precious times you'll have together. So love on one another, enjoy one another, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.